This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Hey guys, Ken and Hal here, episode 91, the Mark Savard episode. Chillin' chillin'. Hal, how are you doing, dude? How you live in? You love you love when I ask it that way. Yeah, I don't love it at all. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. Um, I'm good, dude. It's another week. Nice Sunday. Snowed all day. I'm so sick of winter. Uh, S-O-W. So, I don't know. It's been a good week, though, overall. Just kind of lazy Sunday. Happy to talk hockey. Yeah, so, like, I'm over winter, too, and I cannot wait for the snow to melt, but I think we had a couple days here where the snow did, like, partially start melting, and I realized that my dog has probably shit everywhere in our driveway and now it's all coming back and it's not like the frozen stuff that if you step on you can kind of get away with it now it's super mushy dog shit and i don't really know what to do about it so i have my old like eastern synergy out by the garage and whenever i run into one i just fucking fling it so where are they all going just throughout the yard do you not care about the yard are you not stepping on that grass well here's the thing so like we have like a uh, like a gravel kind of like driveway and then we have grass i just i toss her in the grass dude i i think it's nature's fucking fertilizer right <laughs> i guess yeah I, I can i can get behind that right it's kind of like giving back to the environment going green so good for you that's what i'm saying um so <laughs> In the process of doing the store, guys, it is happening. We had the first proof come back. I had to make some edits with that. Hopefully by the end of like this week. I don't know. I'm going to give the guy a call tomorrow. So quick update on that. Uh, also, if you haven't followed us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter at morning underscore skate or uh, Instagram at morning underscore skate. And also uh, like us on Facebook. That's where you're going to find all of our podcasts, our videos, our pictures, our blogs. And if you guys can do, do me a favor, leave us a review on iTunes. I love when that shit happens. There's nothing better than it being like 3.30 on a Wednesday. I'm grinding through through the work week, and I go on our iTunes, and we got a new five-star review. That's what really gets me going. So appreciate you guys. Episode 91, we have some stuff to get into. NHL News, why are you laughing at me right now? Are we good with that? I'm just trying to get people to support us. What, is that, is that so go. wrong? Let's go. It's the first topic. I'm going to come in hot on this first topic. It's not so like, I'm... okay, so NHL News, play the music now. All 
right, here we go. First topic, NHL in the news. Oh, shit. Carter Hutton still has 16 wins, dude. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is killing me, dude. Yeah, so for those that don't know, you don't listen often. Beginning of the year, I said he would not get 20 wins. Ket said the over. It's at 16 with, like, what, a month left in the season? Buddy, it's been been 16 since January 11th. (laughs) It's been a full fucking month. The best part about this is I did some math, and it's looking pretty good for me statistically. The Sabres, (laughs) so I didn't count, like, games played because clearly they're going back and forth, and, like, I I can't get an algorithm for that. Like, I'm pretty dumb. But the Sabres have played 68 games this year, and Carter Hutton has 16 wins. That means about every 4.25 games Carter Hutton gets a win. There are 14 games, or, yeah, so there's 14 games left in the season. If he stays at that 4.25 clip, he will um, only win 3.294 games. Are you shitting me? So that means he's going to have to up what he's been doing to this point to get to 20 wins. Oh, my God. so I'm feeling really good about that. And on top of that, the Sabres are trying to tank, I think, at this point. Playoffs are out of reach, get as low as possible. So um, feeling good. I don't even know what's going on there. Also, quick update on our Philip Zadina bet. That's now scratched. He's playing nine games with the Red Wings, and they're sending him back down. So he's not playing the full, the rest of the year. Why did they do that? Did they say why? Well, if you play if you play ten games, you burn a, level, or burn a year of your entry-level contract. So they just wanted to give him a little taste of the NHL. All right, so I guess you kind of won that bet in the end because you said you thought it was stupid that they were going to burn that. Yeah, I I got like a text the next day immediately from Big Red uh, telling me that that's what was happening. Shout out to Big Red, by the way, on getting hitched. Guy just yes, got engaged. Sir. He took the plunge. Big Red, double, I know you're listening, buddy. I miss you. Double shout out to Big Red for not only doing that, but then the first stop after the engagement post was a photo of him in Vancouver at the Canucks game uh, against, like, the Leafs, wearing his Red Wings jersey in Vancouver. With, so. with his fiance, I'm going to take a, uh, one of the shout-outs back because he didn't put the morning skate on his sign. But let me read the sign for you. A couple of Red Wings fans in Vancouver. I thought this was pretty funny. I mean, this is this is Big Red in a nutshell. So a couple of Red Wings fans, and he has a sign holding up with his fiance, and it says, Wings fans from New York, we, f- we flew 3,000 miles just to boo the Leafs. Go Canucks. <laughs> Love to that see it. Shout out to Big Red. We missed the fantasy corner, dude. If you ever want to come back, please do. Um, Another shout out to Big Red. Now I'm looking at this picture. He looks good, dude. He did look good. I agree with that. So Big Red, I mean, buy stock now. He's on the rise, and he's got uh, he's got an Adidas Red Wings jersey on too. So that shit's legit. I did. I not to shout out Big Red one more time, but not to go back as a Dean. I just do want to say though. To my point, he didn't prove me wrong this year. Like, I mean, he, he sniped pretty enough, hard. If he was good enough, though, then he would have just stuck. That would have been like, damn, how we send this kid down? He's unbelievable. So I do not think that Zadina proved me wrong. Uh, also, shout out to new Morning Skate follower, Dina Parisi. Uh, she's an IHRA Pro Modified World Champion. She raced drags cars. And uh, she's a former pro figure skater. So I hope she tunes in and listens to this. That's pretty fucking nails, dude. <laughs> that's that's pretty sick. Uh, also, let's just stick with the Sabers really quick. We have a couple other Sabers things that we can talk about and kind of get through. Uh, I didn't put two of them down here, but I think you can find them. Uh, the first one is they just called up Alex Nylander. This is William Nylander's younger, no, older brother, 
four games since turning 21, right? That is Alex the older one? No, I think Alex is a year younger. Okay, well, he just got called up, and it's really funny. So we do some of our research on Reddit when we kind of look and see, like, what news is going on. And whoever put this up says Buffalo Sabres call up forward Alex Nylander. They probably could have kept it at that, but then they said in four games since turning 21, he has four goals and two assists. Mm -hmm. So I think because he turned 21, he's putting up points now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's due for a contract in the offseason. That could be something, too, with the Nylanders. You always got to look out. Um, I, I don't know, man. Alex Nylander's weird because I'm pretty sure we've actually dumped all over him on this podcast before. I think he had a really sick World Juniors, or maybe that was his brother. I don't know. There's so many Nylanders. Um, but he kind of struggled in the AHL for the last couple of years. I think he finally put it together his 20-year-old year. So I don't know if he's going to be a superstar. Maybe he is a late bloomer. But it's kind of like a really weird trajectory that he took for a top 10 pick yeah and you know he had that last name too so it's like everybody thought he was gonna be sick and that'd be huge for the Sabres if he comes up and needs a player right like that would be and I don't know if they're really expecting that anymore at this point maybe they are but like that could help yeah, yeah no for sure so I I don't know I guess Buffalo Sabres fans should be pumped up I mean I would be pumped up right at the end of the day like he kind of looked like a bust he hadn't played very well and now he's finally starting to perform a little bit so I guess if you're a Sabres fan, you're happy on that. For what sure. was the other Sabres uh, Jack Eichel is going to have a hearing with the NHL Department of Player Safety for his hit on Carl Soderberg the other night. Um, right before that happened, Eichel got laid out by uh, Nikita Zadar. That may not be right. Zadarov? Is that his first name? Yeah, Nikita's. That guy's sick. Is that just like a Russian thing? Like Nikita. That's what your name is. Yeah, I think that's like a top 10. I think that's like Nick. <laughs> okay. All right. So Jack Eichel gets laid out by Zadorov earlier in the game, or Zadorov. I don't know. Um, knocks the helmet off. Jack Eichel's got some weird hairstyle going on. Have you checked it out? He's got like a full bone afro, but he kind of like shaved the sides of it. He kind of looks like Odell. Yeah. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. So, uh, and then, I mean, the hit on Soderberg, I thought that was kind of like an aggressive, really dirty hit. Did you see it? Yeah, I did see it, though. But at the same time, like, what was Carl Soderberg doing? Mm. Like, he was kind of, like, he was, like, really low to the ice. I mean, I guess, really, he was trying to go in for a puck. He was trying to, like, chip the puck by him and continuing to skate, and then he got caught in the shoulder. So, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of, like, tossed up on that one. It's cl clearly a hit to the head, but it's, like, the way Soderberg kind of crouches in to go to the puck, like, I don't know. Do you, know, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think... I that's a suspension for me. I a hundred percent right. Yeah, I, I mean, I would at least give him a game. Yeah, it's clearly his first time. He's not like a dirty player, so if you give him a game, I think that's fair. Yeah, but Jack Street cred just went up hard. In, you in, think so? In the state of I, mass. I challenged his leadership a ton in the off season. Like, I think he's had a pretty good season. He's definitely a really good player. So, do you think this just continues to add stock? Oh, I'm not even talking about his rep in the league. I'm talking about his rep with his homies back home. So, just like his friends back in Massachusetts. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I'm I'm from fucking Southie. No, you're not, Jack. No, you're not. Yeah, but you, uh, I did know you. Yeah, uh, I thought that. And then we'll stay We'll stay with this. There was another dirty hit uh, in the league. I don't know if you saw this one. The Vorchek hit on Johnny Boychuk. I think that happened last night. Uh, Boychuk's going in hard on the puck to keep the puck in the zone, and fucking Vorchek, out of nowhere, just gives him the, the Peter Forsberg, and down goes Boychuk. Uh, good for Josh Bailey stepping in there, but that was another one of those situations. Like I remember last year, I forget somebody on the Devils like murdered somebody on the Canucks, and then everybody started fighting over this guy's like dead body, and that almost kind of happened to Johnny Boychuk. It was good to see the refs jump in there and make sure that didn't happen. 
Uh, what did you have on this? I was listening to the announcers. Like the announcers are like, "What was Vorchek supposed to do?" Like Johnny Vorchek skated into him. Like, well, I don't know. Maybe you just don't throw your entire body at somebody's head. Yeah, it was really. I don't know. The funniest part and my biggest takeaway for me was Johnny Boychuk. I love the guy. I think he's one of the most underrated defensemen of his generation. He just has a huge slap shot. That's all he does. He loves to throw hip checks. Yeah. But him getting up and pointing at him, be like, I'm going to get you. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that yeah. part. Yeah, he told me he's going to get him. Okay. So, all right. So John, I love Johnny Boychuk so much. He loves pointing at guys and saying stuff like that. Like, Johnny Boychuk does not forget. And next time they play, like, I don't know if they play for the rest of the season, but he's just going to be aggressively throwing hip checks. Is Johnny Boychuk, is he a fighter? I don't, I think he has, but he, now he doesn't like, I know he's tough, right? He throws pretty big hits. And he, my, my, my scouting report with, with Johnny Boychuk is uh, slap shots and hits. That's yeah. it. He also gave uh, Yaroslav Spachek nuggies once. So that was like his big fight. He's not really a fighter, but if he had to, he would. Okay. One of those guys. I mean, Spachek just, I mean, he screams like he's a guy who gets nuggied. Yeah. Are the Flyers are the Flyers still a thing? Like, are we still counting on them coming to the playoffs? I think Carter Carter Hart kind of came back to where he was at. Cam Talbot. I mean, what do they call him? The the go the goal buster. That was like his thing in New York. I don't know. Yeah, my thing is like, and I guess my question for you is right now it really comes down to Pittsburgh, Columbus, and Montreal. Like, those are the three teams that are really in it, and Philadelphia is that one team that's back. They're five points. Back of a playoff spot right well, now. Well, we're 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 gonna get into that with our Patty B voicemail. All right. Don't worry, Pat's already got that covered. Um, of so yeah, that's so now we're we're just gonna move on. Uh, the Ottawa Senators have been eliminated from playoff contention. Not that shocking. Uh, somebody came out. I saw a tweet said that uh, Brady Kachuk is gonna be a superstar player that the Senators have needed. Uh, and I I mean I don't know what do you have on the Sens? I mean this isn't really all that shocking. They traded everybody uh, away. That's, that's yeah. pretty much all I got. Like, John, what's his name? John Gabriel Pajot threw a fucking really cool hit the other day. Again, I, I don't know. He's like 5'8", and he threw a hit on somebody who was like 6'3". Started all sorts of mayhem. Uh, Dude, I love Pajot. He sniped against the Bruins last night, too. I think it's it's funny, though, because he was injured and he's had a really bad year. He's their assistant captain. He's like their first-line center. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a good sign. I'm actually shocked that no one, like, tried to get him at the trade deadline. Like, I feel like he might... Like, Ryan Dezingle got a lot. Like, how come J.P. Pajot didn't get moved, too? Like, he's in a similar situation, I guess. So, um, Craig Anderson, dude. I've never been a Craig Anderson guy. How did he get injured? Do you remember that? Like, uh, kitchen or something like that? He was, like, cutting up carrots. I don't know. But he's, like... Was that this just, year? Because he, he, he got... No. no, his wife got sick. I don't know how he got injured. Anyway, Craig... So, Craig Anderson, I think he's lost his last 12 games. He's, like, 0-11-1. That's a tough look. The one thing I wanted to say on this, and uh, I got to pull it up. I saw a really cool Mark Borowetsky, maybe the biggest wild card in the league. We've talked about him a lot. He's awesome. And he was, the other night, he was just pinching galore. So, guy loves the pinch, but he he had a really, he had a good quote that I can't find anymore. The emotion is a positive thing for us right now. The easy thing for us is to say there's 14 left. We're all going to the Bahamas after. Let's ride this out and not get hurt. That sucks. That's not the right attitude. So, I don't know. I don't know much about the Senators' schedule the rest of the way, but they don't have a first-round pick anyway, so I think they're going to battle it out. Sounds like the boys are going to have a really nice vacation in the Bahamas, and if any group of guys in the NHL have earned it, it's the Senators. So those guys, 
Yeah. Shout out to them, to that ragtag group that has to play 14 more games. All the boys are just like counting down the days to catch them raised. Yeah, yeah. And Boreax, he's like, no, you don't do that. We got, we got, we got work to do, boys. <laughs> do you think? Do you think everyone's like? Everyone's like on their phones before the game, like just trying to check out like the local scene in the Bahamas, trying to plan some activities. And Borowski's like, "Not now, boys." <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Do you remember that Uber video? How they were like chirping them? They're like, "Yeah, when Borowski looks at me, I just fucking turn the other way. We don't even hang out with that guy." <laughs> and this guy, this guy's a guy that all the media is going for a quote to after the game. It's unbelievable, man. The gift that keeps on giving. I hope they. Someone should. We should like message them and ask if we can bring video cameras out and go out with them. And promise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe we should ask them to pay for our trip too. That'd be dope. <laughs> um, there was a there was a huge hit in the AHL. Uh, Rangers analytic TI eighty three calculator people probably hated it. Their their favorite player of all time, Adam Clendenning. I've n- I've never seen somebody get hit harder. I don't think this hit by Darren Archibald. If you guys get a chance, check it out. I just, I don't even know what to say. Like, talk about just getting absolutely yard sale. The initial hit hurt, his head hitting the ice hurt, everything about that play hurt. And it was like a very, very weird hit. Like, it was like a Cronwall sort of type hit, but in like center ice sort. It was just, it was strange. What did you have on this? Clendenning, man. You know? That's a tough hit. That's another one of those former... NHL players just getting leveled in the NHL by another former player. I don't know. I saw, I think I saw a couple of things happen in that game. Like it's like, has the AHL just gone back to its roots and everyone's just dumbing everyone? Like that was a huge hit. There wasn't really a response to that shit, but I do think a fight broke out later. So I don't know, man. Like it's not like he got a dummy pass. He just skated and he watched his pass. Like he, you know what I mean? He yeah. like threw it back to the guy behind him breaking it out and he like, watched it yeah keep your head up keep your head up dude and shout out to darren archibald i probably have gone to a dozen hl games in my life and he's probably played in 10 of them (laughs) like i always see that guy play i don't know why a couple years ago though Mm -hmm. darren archibald man legend uh now we're gonna get into yeah let's just talk about your bruins man this is just your time do whatever you want they have points and i forget how many games also i saw a thing today but i didn't know brad marchand was a dad so I he's I didn't know that. That's fucking new to me. There's a whole lot of stuff going on in the Bruins world. David Backus just comes out and says, Yeah, I talked to coach and I'm gonna be the enforcer the rest of the way. That was unreal. Um uh, Brad Marchand announces that he has an Instagram. It's kinda like the decision LeBron made, except for Brad Marchand wanted everybody to know he has an Instagram and to follow him. Tori Krug's ripping him on Twitter. Uh it's it's I feel like the Bruins right now, man, like if I'm a Bruins fan, I see how the guys are acting. With, like, social media and, like, the way they're playing, I don't think I'd be so fucking happy, like, watching if that was my favorite team. The only issue I would have is maybe they're peaking just a little bit too soon. Yeah, I I don't even know where to start on the Bruins. I'm just going to throw a lot of different things at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, Marshan, do you think he's a good dad or no? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Marshan's a sick dad, dude. Marshan's <laughs> definitely the dad that goes to, like, uh, Little League baseball games. And is is yelling at the umpires, yeah. but everyone but it, everyone supports it. Yeah, after the game, like he 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 goes on the field and gives everybody like high fives. Like after the game, I can see that. Um, yeah. So they're thank you. So they're like I think what is it sixteen zero and three in their last nineteen games or something like that. They beat San Jose twice during that. They beat the Lightning. They've beaten all these great teams. 
Um, Tuka Rask, this is crazy too. He's playing like the best hockey of his career right now, which is awesome to hear at, at 32 years old. That makes so I, much sense because I haven't seen shit from Haggerty in the last like however long. The last time that Tuka Rask played and the Bruins lost the game is when Philip Heedle ran him over, and he didn't even get the loss in that game because he got taken out and the Bruins came back before they lost. So that was the last time Tuka was on the ice when the Bruins lost the game. Um you mean when Phil, you mean when Filipino got pushed into Tuka Rask by Charlie McAvoy? Yeah, okay. I'm not, dude. I wasn't actually saying it was dirty. I was just saying he did run into. I just wanted day. to clarify that. Okay. David David Krejci is having one of the best years of his career too. 18 points in 15 games, and he basically has been doing it with Jake DeBrusque, and they've solidified a second line for us, which is awesome. DeBrusque is electric, it's fast, and Krejci is. <laughs> I mean, Krejci looks like he found the fountain of youth. People forget he led the playoffs. And points two times in his career. Not many people can say that. David Mack is fighting everybody. Is fucking awesome. <laughs> that's, I don't, that's so cool, man. He's not a good fighter. Um, he has concussion issues. Yep, but he doesn't and, care. And and yeah, he's a legend. He was once named Captain America when he was running over all the Canadians before the Olympics. Who was it? it was like Corey Perry, Rick Nash, and who's and Jonathan Taves maybe right before the Olympics started. Yep. It's so right. He's a former All Star, really respected guy. Signed on way too big of a contract. His team's making a playoff push, and he's like fighting to stay in the lineup. And instead of crying about it and being pouty and wanting to get traded, he's going up to the coaches and saying, "I'm going to be the team's enforcer." I think that's so so cool. So, like, I think like going back to what you said about like the team bonding and stuff on Twitter, I think that ties in and just kind of shows the mentality of the team. That going along, and I'm just going to keep ranting. Chris Wagner. Chris oh, Wagner's boy. on a hot streak. He just scored another goal. He's got 11 on the year. A former EJHL player. Um, pumped about him being on the fourth line. Hometown kids almost never work out. So to see him on the fourth line having the best year of his career is like really great to see. And my last note on why this is all working out so well right now <laughs> is Charlie McAvoy. You said it in that commercial earlier. I read a really great article today. Uh, he's, he seemed to find his game. He's been injured on and off all year. Um, and he never really could find his stride. And then we went out on California. He had that big game winner, like, with less than a minute to go. But the reason I think he found his game right there is because his dad flew out and they went surfing every day on the oh California God, trip. So, <laughs> so Eddie would go one of the waves. <laughs> Eddie would go. Hell yeah. That's my rant. That was pretty long. That was a good rant. I'm in, I'm in, a, I'm in a good place right now. Um I think we're going to talk about Kucherov next, so I'm just going to bring this up well, right now. Well, hey, can I, I have a little bit of breaking news. Jack Eichel and Jacob Voracek have both been suspended two games by the NHL. That's fair. I think that's fair in both counts. All right. Both now, hits. now go right in. Uh, uh, and one more thing. Uh, Brad Marchand has 28 points in that 19-game uh, point streak that the Bruins have. That's absurd. Yeah, and David Pasternak hasn't played in the last 11 games. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Here, transitioning into the Lightning, what every Bruins fair fans biggest fear is except for this one Leafs fan at Dan underscore Miller Roman numeral five the Leafs are beating the Bruins in the first round book it I saved that pal I saved that so you've got me coming but uh the Lightning needed 68 games to clinch a playoff berth tying the 2008 and 2009 Sharks for the second fastest to a check mark in the cap era the 2009-2010 Capitals did it in 67 games the Sharks and Caps lost in the first round in those seasons Okay. So you history. I'm just gonna lay that one out on the table. <laughs> two for two. I like those. Zippers. It's history. Ever heard of it? Yeah. I mean, 
the Lightning are so good. Bruce Boudreaux was uh, quoted the other day that, that the Lightning put the fear of God in you. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're a head coach in the NHL, man, and you're saying that about a hockey team, like, I, I don't I don't yeah. think they lose in the first round. Bruce Boudreaux is losing sleep. Yeah, no, 100%. Dude. Every time your team plays the Lightning, you're sitting on the couch and your butt cheeks are clenched the mm-hmm. whole game. Mm-hmm. Like you're on edge twenty four seven. So I mean, pretty funny for Boudreaux to say that out loud. I didn't know that happened. But you wrote down that Kucherov broke Tampa Bay's franchise record for most points in a single season with one hundred nine surpassing. He has he has, he has one hundred and ten now. By the way, I mean, what do you have on that, dude? Like, dude, he's fucking he. He is so good. And the cool thing about Nikita Kucherov is like, I feel like a lot of Russians get this like thing that they they don't play both ends of the ice, and how, like, they're kind of soft and shit like that. This Kudrov guy is an absolute gamer, dude. Like, he, I just, I don't, I don't get it how good he is. And especially, he just came out of fucking nowhere, man. Like, what do you have on him? I don't even know. I'm trying to look and see when he was drafted. And, uh, he drafted 58th overall. Yeah, so, I mean, he's a second-round pick. That's not that crazy. I, he's a really good player. I don't, I don't have much more to add. His shot is insane. And he always kind of has this, like, dick look on his face, too. Like, you know what I mean? All He has that Russian grin kind of going for him. Yeah. So, I don't know. He's a really good player. The Bolts are really good. I mean, he's got to be the MVP, right? Would you say he wins that award? Yeah, I thought the only person that may have had a little bit of a chance would have been Patrick Kane just because he was tearing it up with the Hawks. But I think he's faded a little bit over the last, like, Week or two, Kucherov gets the MVP. It's not even close. Like nobody, nobody's even up there with him. I don't think. Ov has forty six goals. Kucherov, I think, has 40, 39. Maybe yeah, that's no, a... something like that. Let me look that up. That's wrong. That's all right, dude. I don't have much more to say. Okay, that's cool. All right, uh, moving on. We're gonna go to the next one. Um, we were just talking about Nikita Kucherov. I thought this was funny. So the Lightning played. The uh, Winnipeg Jets and Connor, Connor Hellenbuck got hit in the face by a Nikita Kucherov shot. Uh, it dented his mask and his forehead, leaving it bloody. And his quote was, they wanted to stitch, but I told them just to glue it. It gave me a better scar, and I like the stars that I get. I love that, dude. I actually love That's an American goalie right there. That's a guy that I want on my Olympic team. He just wants scars on his head. Harry Potter, Hollenbuck, dude. What do you got on him? Yeah, my one beef with that, and maybe, like, they're just really good at doing stitches now, but, like, I thought, I've always thought it was more nails to get stitches than to just have them Elmer's glue your head back together. Like, like one hurts a lot more than the other, so, like, maybe he's actually, maybe this is a spin zone by him, and he's really just scared of getting stitches. Yeah, it could be. I, I have a scar in my eye from a kindergarten accident. I tripped over my shoelaces on the playground playing Power Rangers, and I got this giant cut by my eye, and they wanted to do stitches, and I said, absolutely fucking not. I was like five years old, they brought the needle, and I'm like, we're not doing that. So they stary stripped it shut, and now I have this badass scar on my fucking face. So really, what's at the end of the day, this story just hits very close to home It's you. it's Yeah, it is. Like, you know how like you have your peanut allergy, and you and Tom Pody hang out? Like, me and Connor, that's, he's my Tom Pody. <laughs> uh, um, t- two, two more stories. There was a vicious UFC MMA takedown in France. Uh, I've never seen this. It was like a slew foot, but it was a front slew foot, hip, hip swing, German suplex. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, what did you have on this hit? If you guys get a chance to check this out, it's fucked up. Um, it was so bad that his own team suspended him. Yeah, I, 
I mean, definitely a super dirty play, but I think everyone has a guy on their beer league team who does something kind of similar to it, where they, in order to win a fight, they take the guy out by the legs. Like, obviously, this guy's was much more malicious, and it was like <laughs> superplex or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I, I just, I don't know. Part of the reason I didn't watch it is because the LNA H or whatever it is, like, there's so many ridiculous fights that go out of that league. Like, it's almost like the internet's ruined it for me. Like, it, I'm desensitized to them. Mm-hmm. So when I think I saw it the first time, I didn't really pay attention to the injury. I thought, and obviously this wouldn't make it cooler because he was still trying to injure a guy. I thought the guy, like, flipped in air. Like, I didn't know he got hit and then continued. Like, I thought he did the full flip. It, it, it was, it was a front slew yeah. foot to, like, him picking him up, and when he threw him over, he, like, smashed his head on the ice. I thought I thought he like threw him over in there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> doesn't, make it, doesn't make it any better whatsoever. It's definitely a dirty play, but like, I don't know. Can we move on? No, we're gonna move on. All right, <laughs> I'm glad we talked about that one. And then the last one, the NHL, the NHL Alumni Association, the NHL AA, has teamed up with Canopy Growth, a Canadian cannabis company, to help research CBD-based therapies for post-concussion brain disorders. Uh, if you guys listen to our podcast, you probably listen to Spin Chicklets, and you know that Biz Nasty's always talking about his CBD oils and shit like that. Uh, I've never have you ever gotten into the CBD thing? I know a couple of my buddies do it, and they actually say it works. But I think it's like I'm always skeptical when it comes to shit like that because I feel like it's always it's like a placebo thing. Like, oh yeah, I take it, and I'm totally fucking. I'm like I'm Jack now, or like you know what I mean. Like, do you think that this is something that actually works? It must be if they're fucking researching it. I don't know. BizDev Dale gave me one once, and I did take a nap. So, okay. So just be on be on the lookout for this CBD type stuff, dude. If you guys want to take good naps, take a couple of those bad boys. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm rattled right now. We gotta we gotta get out of this because okay. All right, we're we're out of NHL. We're out of NHL in the news. We're now gonna move on to our Twitter questions. We got one Twitter question. So, oh, they're brought to you by Company Thirty Nine too. So here we go. Company 39 is creating digital hockey camps with some of the best players on the planet, giving amateur players, coaches, and parents the ability to learn directly from the best. If you're a young hockey player, you need this. You get to see what a player like Joe Pavelski had to go through to get to where he is. If you're a men's league bender like me, you'll love it. If you're a hockey parent or coach looking to motivate your players, this is for you. You get an ebook with mindset tools from the athlete, and you get in-depth on-ice drills that you don't normally see, but you know that the pros use. I'm excited to say that we have a promo code to share with you guys. Go to company39.com, that's K-O-M-P-A-N-Y-3-9.com, and use the promo code MORNINGSKATE to save 20% off. While you're there, check the testimonials and see names like Charlie McAvoy and Anders Lee giving them their full endorsement. It's no joke, so head on over to company39.com, stop wondering, and start learning from the best. All right, Twitter question time. Uh, we have one, and it is, do the Blue Jackets win a playoff series this year? Is this, like, a little bit – are we jumping the gun? Like, do we talk about even making the playoffs first? Like, what do you have on this one? <laughs> I don't know. We missed a week with our podcast, and I don't know if people remember, but last podcast, I was pretty high on the Blue Jackets. Um, <laughs> as we talked about, they are just shooting from the hip and just trading literally everything, and I loved it. After that, they came out, and I think they went like they won like three out of their seven games. But they just beat the Penguins. I mean, they beat the Penguins. They split that series. That's something. I mean, basically, they just have to play better than the Penguins. Like, <coughs> they is in their hands. I know that the Habs are like creeping around there too. But I think I don't know. I think my theory on it is one of those two teams will probably get in. 
Okay. I like how they have, like, a little rivalry going with the Penguins, too, right? Like, Yeah, it goes all the way back to that first year, I think, when Dubinsky was near their team. Dubinsky and Crosby, dude. That was legendary. I think that was, like, 2013. That was one of the best first-round series I've ever seen. So, Pittsburgh's always been kind of been their kryptonite, like the Capitals were. (laughs) I mean, if there's one year to capitalize on the Penguins, it might be this year. I think one of the funniest things is everybody was like, like, oh my god, uh, what's their GM's name? Yarmo kick the line in or whatever. Like, this yeah. guy's going for it. We fucking love it. This is unbelievable. And the moment they start losing games, they're like, oh, well, this guy's going to be fired. Yeah. Like, what, dude? Either support the guy or don't support the guy. Don't fucking flip, flip-flop back and forth. I'm all in on this, dude. I want the Blue Jacks to make the playoffs. I want them to make a splash. Dude, if he traded everybody away, people might have been saying he was going to get fired that way too. It was a lose lose situation. Yeah, and he, I mean, he went all out. Like you can't, re- you're right. You can't reverse on that. Like if you were with this guy from the beginning, then you got to stick with him. It might not be working out, but god damn it, he's trying. He's trying, dude. That's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, we just try. So uh, thank you, Mister Blake, for that question. Now we're going to move on to our Patty B hotline. Take it away, Patty B. Hey, this is the Patty V Hotline, brought to you by the Morning Skate. All right, guys, here we go. We got two of them. What Hal said earlier was correct. We didn't do a podcast last week, so we didn't get a chance to talk about this certain thing. So we're just going to play this voicemail that was asked, and then we'll talk about it then. Hey, guys. So I get it. Everyone on Long Island is pissed at the Vares. Uh, I don't, I think, I don't know. I don't really care why. The point is, like, I saw a bunch of people, and, like, uh, they had, like, their old Savars jerseys, and they just, like, all the crazy different nicknames they put on there, it was ridiculous. And I was wondering, is 91, like, a bad number on Long Island now? So should they should they never give it to a player ever again, just because it's, like, stained with hatred and uh, anger towards this one guy that, like, left on his own terms? I was just wondering your guys' opinion. All right, so uh, first thing, I feel like he was, like, whispering this question. I don't think he wanted people to know that he was talking about this, but pretty much has to do with John Tavares. Before we get into the question, what was your whole thing, your whole take on that? Because we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, so I listened to, like, Spin Chicklets, and they were upset that people were throwing stuff at John Tavares, and that's fine. Like, if you're a former player and you think that's crossing the line, I'm okay with that. I can understand it. It's definitely a scummy thing to do. Um that being said, I loved the Islanders fans' performance. Um, I've talked about this on the podcast. My favorite person at any NHL fan base to run into in a bar and talk hockey with is an Islanders fan. They are the funniest fan base, and they are the most ridiculous fan base. And if you thought there was going to be any other outcome than them booing that video, then you don't know Islander fans. Do you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. was part for the mm-hmm. Nassau Coliseum, Long Island, New York. Like, this is it. Yeah, yeah I... Uh... I, it was, like, so awkward and cringeworthy when that thing was going on because it's like, if you're John Tavares, what do you do? Like, he kind of did a lap and, like, put a stick up as he was getting booed. I thought it was cool that the other New York Islanders were, like, kind of, like, banging their sticks for him, though. So kind of at least somebody was, like, supporting him. But, uh... Yeah, and you know who wasn't supporting him was his teammates. Where were that? Where were the Leafs in that game? Like, how do yeah. you not get up for that game? They're booing, like, this star player you guys signed, your buddy your teammate who you practice with and play with every single day. Yeah. And you keep that performance. I was expecting a little bit more out of them as well. Yeah. 
Sorry to cut you off. No, 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 no. I think you, that was that was a really, really good point. And, and then I thought it was really weird that when he went back to Toronto yeah. that they, like, put a spotlight on him and everybody was, like, sucking him off before the game. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I, I like... That made it I, even more weird. John Tavares Day, that was, like, <laughs> such a weird move. Like, he got bullied, so, like, we're cheering for him. He, like, gave, like, a nod to the crowd. It's like... A, a very strange move by Leafs Nation. Yeah, I don't know. And then bringing it back to the question, uh, ninety-one can it be worn in Long Island again? I think it would be an. He won't do it, but it'd be a fucking baller move if Barzell went and took ninety-one. Like I would be pumped about that. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know. That's if just Barzell like WWE type shit, though. Like that doesn't happen in real life, but like I wish it did. Right. I, I think. I think if anyone ever wears it, it'll probably just be some like. Russian kid who doesn't care or something along those lines or someone who thinks he's sick, but I don't see Barzell doing it. It would be a nails move for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think it'll be worn again. Maybe not for a little bit. Good question. Also, Anders Lee hasn't been signed yet. So if he fucking does the same thing Tavares does, I, <laughs> that would be the best thing that would ever happen to me. I think in my life, I think he's going to sign. Though. He has to, but like he imagine if he didn't, I would fucking, Oh, I'd be so happy. Uh, next voicemail. This one's from Patty B. Uh, here we go. Hey, morning, Kate, Patty, B here. All right, here's a good question. Who do you think will end their playoff streak coming up, closing on the postseason? And which one do you think can break their playoff drought? All right, later, guys. Bye. Okay, so what team is going to end their playoff streak and what team is going to break their playoff drought? Um, I'm going to go with, I think, the Penguins. I think the Penguins aren't going to make the playoffs this year. That's shocking from coming from me, and I know they're probably going to make it anyway, but that's really, like, the only team I can see, like, that happening to. And then playoff drought, there's only one team that I can think of that, I mean, can we start naming some teams that are, that are, did the Canadians make the playoffs last year? The Minnesota Wild. I, I'm going to, I'll pick anybody other than Carolina. <laughs> That's my that's my pick. Could Carolina could Carolina technically miss the playoffs? Yeah. I mean they could, right? Yeah. I just looked at yeah. it, so so you, <laughs> so your answer to the question is just not Carolina. Do you think they'll miss it? I fucking hope so, dude. If if, if the hockey gods are real, yeah, they will. Did Justin Williams get injured or something? Because he wears a visor that goes down to his chin. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, so I don't want to chirp it if that's the case. But if not, it's kind of a weird move. Um, I don't know. I. <laughs> I don't know who's going to end a streak and who's going to get gotta, it. Hey, Hal, you got to be careful there. He might just be having fun with that visor. You don't want to make people upset. I, I really think I, I like Montreal to make a push. I don't know if they get in, but, I mean, they're right there, and they seem like they seem like the eighth seed type. Um, and if, if they're the eighth seed and they play Tampa, I feel like that's the type of series where a shitty Montreal team hangs around and at least plays them six. You know what I'm saying? Claude Julian, they're playing like a defensive style travel or some shit. Carey Price. Price is on fire. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Um, and then the, uh, I guess if I go in the West, if there's like one team that really sticks out for me that's in all of this right now, is the Coyotes. Like it, it's really weird to me because the three, the teams battling for the wild card in the West, in my opinion, stink. Dallas, Minnesota, Arizona, and Colorado. Dallas and doesn't stink, know, dude. I think Dallas will get in, but those other those other three teams aren't very good. Like Arizona's not a good hockey team, but they're eight and two in their last ten. Like I, if they can play like 
above 500. I think they have a good chance of passing the Wild. The Wild have been playing good hockey. Ryan Donato looks really good. So I guess the Avalanche won't make it, but Wild, there is Coyotes. Who do you have making the playoffs if you have to choose between the two? Um, I hate the Wild. Coyotes. <laughs> I never liked the Wild, and it sucks because I wish I could, but it's just that like everything about that team just rubs me the wrong way. Except for Bruce Boudreaux's comment, that was good. Fear God, dude. I mean, can you imagine if the Wild make it and they make the cup finals and they play the Lightning and then you just have yeah. to play seven-game series with the fear of God in your head? Yeah, you might as well not show up. That's a good point. That's basically Bruce Boudreaux saying that's pretty much confirming that they will not be facing the, or the Lightning in the Stanley Cup that's final. That's so funny. Oh, my God. All right, so that thanks, Patty B. If you guys have voicemail, send them in. 518-309-2595. That's 518-309-2595. Now we're going to move on to our uh, Lee Stepniak, Heroes and Zeros, brought to you by Logos Sports. Take it away, Lee. How do you augment that young group with a veteran player that brings stability, adds a little scoring punch, and has been around the block to make a difference? Tonight's focus is on that guy. Number 21, Lee Stepniak. Heroes and Zeros time. I have... Two heroes oh. and two zeros. Uh, you have okay. some pretty good ones too. So how do you want to do this? I'd like to go first. Okay. Yes, please. Take it away. So probably about two months ago, we came on the podcast and said we were taking names to change the hero and zero hotline from Lee Stepniak. We had a great run with Don Moore for about two years, and he really did a great job. Lee Stepniak went quiet as soon as we got we changed the name to him. Um, we gave up faith, and for that, I apologize. Lee Stetniak is back, signed by the Bruins at the trade deadline. We talked about it a little bit. Guy loves getting the mix trade deadline, but practicing with the team all year. Uh, went down to the AHL, put up like five points in seven games, gets called up. Um, pretty much does absolutely nothing. But I told Ked this before the podcast. I was sitting on I was sitting on the couch, and I was saying, you know, the Bruins can really win the Stanley Cup if Lee Stetniak steps up. So my hero – of the week is Lee Stepniak stepping up for my beat. Um, never count the guy out. Ever. This guy's going to play till he's like 60, and he's going to pot 12 goals a year, and teams are going to love it. Yeah. I, I feel like Lee Stepniak's also being the type of guy that if he doesn't make it to the NHL, I think he might play in the AHL till he's like 41. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think he'll go overseas. He's He has too much honor for that. Yeah. Uh, so welcome back, Lee. Sorry, bud. No, I fucking love Lee Stepniak. Uh, I'll do a hero. One of my heroes is Scott Hartnell, so he's been, like, being... I think this is hilarious that people are doing tributes for Scott Hartnell, by the way. Like, he is a fucking nail gun, for sure, but, like, kind of shows, like, he may not have been the most talented player, but, like, fans love who they love. So he's been, like, honored in Philly and Nashville, and what he's been doing is he has a ceremonial puck drop, and he'll bet whoever's taking the puck drop $100 if they can win the draw. So the other night, it was Justin Williams and Roman Yossi, and they fucking went at it. And Roman Yossi won, won the puck draw... Apparently it wasn't that much fun for old Justin Williams in Carolina. And uh, I just thought it's really cool that Scott Hartnell's doing that because I always think, like, the ceremonial puck drops are just so awkward. Like, it's like you drop the puck, you win it back, handshake, that's what it is. Like, I kind of like fucking people jabbing sticks at each other without their helmets on. That was awesome. Yeah, dude, I pretty cool. Do you want me to do my other hero as well? Yeah, sure. Um, the Minnesota State High School League. So every, we have high school championships going on right now. And I thought this was hilarious. They they barred the athletic from going to the hockey tournament and doing any sort of work there. And, like, I don't really have beef with athletic, like, the writers and stuff like that because there are some good ones and stuff. I just hate the fact that you have to pay for it, and I thought that that was hilarious. So shout-out to the Minnesota uh, State High School Hockey League. 
Yeah, they're men of the people. I mean, so I guess they said they did it because the athletic has a paywall and they didn't want anything being behind a paywall. Mm -hmm. It's just sick. That's really, I mean, smart that way. And I feel like if more organizations do that, then it'll be free. But you're right, because they have really good writers. I wish I could actually read some of their articles, but I can't. It pisses me off. I feel like uh, it's not that expensive either. I feel like it's like 99 cents a month. It's just that, like, it's it's like principal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I'm going to go in. I'm going to have two zeros now. Let's go. Second zero is going to go right off of you. Um, it's going to be that kid at the Minnesota State High School Hockey Tournament when they go out to flip their hair and he just eats shit. Oh, dude, dude I was going to make him my hero. I fucking love that. Uh, he's a he's a sophomore though. Obviously, he has two years to recover from it. But young guy, I, it really comes down to his team win or lose. If his team won, uh, then all is forgiven and something you can laugh on. If they lose, that's a tough part. Dude, that's that is so funny that that happened. And it's just like part of me thinks like he may have done it on purpose. Uh, I don't know, man. I honestly think he didn't look like the most Rico Suave kind of kid. Like <laughs> I think he was really nervous. And I think the bottom line is that's a lot of pressure. I mean, people, there's all these dudes on the internet just waiting to gif you when you come in red hot and come to a stop, and then you're supposed to, like, flip your hair and smile at the camera. Like, that's a lot of pressure for a 15-year-old kid. I mean, I think he just couldn't live up to it. I hope, I hope like, he makes it again, and then when they go to, like, call him and shit, he's like, I'm not fucking leaving this blue line. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> or maybe he owns it, dude. I bet you, like, two years from now, he, like... He has like a mullet and a full beard, and he's just really pissed off when he goes up there. So <laughs> I, I hope he comes back. But I actually, I'm just going to transition to my second zero, and then you can do yours if that's okay. Yeah, do it up. Because because we're just talking about younger hockey players and just like the world that they live in. So elite prospects, the website. I don't like them as much as I like Hockey DB. I'm a Hockey DB guy, but they do have photos and they do have some different leagues that Hockey DB doesn't have. So they tweeted that some kid made up a fake blog, essentially, with fake stats, and then sent it to them so they could try to update his stats so he looks sick online. <coughs> I want to know, one, do you think this is a young kid trying to get stats um, so he gets recruited somewhere, or do you think it's an older guy trying to look sick for his buddies? What would you do if I told you it was me? I wouldn't be shocked whatsoever. That's why, second, <laughs> that's why, that's why Choice 2 came into my head, because I was like... I thought it'd be really funny if you tried to do this and you could actually pull it off. But um, what do you think, dude? Like, who do you think did this, and like, why do you think they did this? That's a that's a good question. I mean, growing up, we've always had those guys too that were like <coughs> practice slap shots in their driveways and shit, and you know that that'd be like a move that they would do. Um, I don't know. I I love. I'm a big elite prospect guy, and the only reason I am is because I'm on there and I'm not on Hockey DB. And elite prospect, uh, for some reason, thinks that I played. Uh, prep school hockey and I put up like 19 points in 23 games so, like I'm a big elite prospect guy for helping me out there and making me look a little bit cooler uh, but I don't know I thought this was really funny and regardless of either way it goes I mean pretty pretty embarrassing for that kid L luckily they didn't release his name I would have released his name 100% yeah true um, alright who are your zeros alright so my first zero um, warrior hockey gloves so I, I think last year I wanted to become a big warrior guy because I liked the way they looked and shit. I got a free stick. The stick was awesome. I got these gloves. I've used these gloves for maybe 20 games, and I've already lost two fucking fingernails from getting slashed in the hands. And that has literally never happened with any other glove that I've ever worn in the 20-plus years of playing hockey. 
So if you guys want a glove that looks good, I would go to Bauer or anybody else because you're going to put on the Warriors and, yeah, you might look good, but your hands are going to be mangled by the end of your beer league season. So Warrior, uh, Warrior hockey gloves, awful. Yeah, um, I would say, too, my general consensus on Warrior has always been good sticks, trash, everything else. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. So, Oh, shout-out STX. My new stick was fucking sick. I love you guys. I'm going to write a blog about that. Second zero of the week, Zach Boychuk. Uh, so this guy has followed almost 900,000 people on Twitter, and then the other day he just unfollowed everybody except for, like, 50 people and Applebee's. And it's not, it's not that process because, like, we do that. Like, we follow people. So people know who we are, and then if they like us, then they stay, and if they don't, they don't. Like, we, we do that. Um, my thing is him doing it and not expecting anybody to not know about it. Because this guy will follow and unfollow, follow and follow probably upwards of 40 times just to get somebody to do it. I thought that was really funny that he did it, and then he kind of went dark. Like, he didn't really mention it. Uh, he was in this one group chat with somebody on Twitter. He's like, where did everybody go? And they're like, dude, you unfollowed everybody. And he's like, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. Um, so, zero of the week. Zach Boychuk. <laughs> how do you do that? Does that not take, like, a really long time? I don't know how you do that and not get, like, flagged. Do you hire <laughs> Do you hire someone, like, overseas to just, like, do it for you? You pay them, like, 20 bucks an hour? I have no idea. That would take, that would take days, I feel like. 900,000 yeah. people? I have, I have no idea. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Weird move. I wonder what, like, pro players think of him. I, I'm assuming it's not good. I just love that fact that he, like, did it. He didn't think anybody was going to fucking notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially because he's been kind of, like, known as the guy who, like, follows everyone. Who does that? Like, that's what he's known yeah. for. Like, nobody would even Dude, know like, that he was a hockey player if he didn't have a check mark and a fucking picture of him in a hockey jersey. This fucking website, I don't know who this blog is, but I just pulled it up just to read about it in the headline. When you Google Zach Boychuk's name, it goes under news. Former NHL or Pittsburgh Penguin Zach Boychuk pulls ultimate scumbag move on <laughs> follows over 800,000 people on Twitter. So, it, like, I don't know. Like, we've unfollowed people before, and, and the fucking, you get a lot of shit for it. Like, people, like, very, very much overreact if they get unfollowed. I Like, it's kind of crazy. Um, I don't know. Zach Boychuk, man. That guy's in a league of his own, so... Shout out to that guy. Now we're gonna move on to our last segment. Three stars. Uh, oh. Take, oh, we're not. We're not gonna do that. What do we got? What well, else? really quick. I just want to say. So I just kept on reading it. So what he did is he downloaded an app that allows him to follow twenty thousand people a day, um, and then he got to nine hundred thousand followers, and then he just got mad sponsors and made so much money because of the amount of people that follow him. So he basically just cheated the system for money. So I don't hate it. Yeah, he's he's my fucking hero now. That's genius. <laughs> Yeah, he got sponsored by, like, DraftKings and stuff, and then he just dropped everybody. Wow. So he was getting paid to tweet, basically, yeah. All right. That way, Zach. <laughs> let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. If Lee Stepniak becomes, like, a fucking reputable hockey player in the NHL, we may have fucking Zach Boychuk's heroes and zeros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He might be a good name, although, like, we, chances are next year we'll probably forget about Is that. Is he Ivy League? That's, I think that's kind of like part of the thing. I doubt Zach Boychuck's Ivy League. Although he may he fucking could be, dude. No, I think he's like WHL. I think he's like Western Canada. Uh, I would have been fucking too perfect. But All right, so now we're going to move on to our three stars of the week. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. Okay, three stars time. With all this high school hockey chatter, we wanted to do the top three things that we miss about high school hockey. 
My third star, uh, road trips on the way home from games, like on a Friday night. And, like, win or lose, a coach kind of expects you to kind of be a little bit locked in, dialed into what happened in the game. Not our team. Our team, as soon as we got on the bus, was like, where are we going tonight? <laughs> like, what's going on? I remember there was a giant snowstorm one time, and, like, Cahill had a party. And we're like, all right, we're going over to Cahill's tonight. And that's what's going to get weird. I always thought that was really funny, the camaraderie after a game, like, going home on the bus. Like, not focused on hockey at all, just focused on, on like, all right, where where can we go drink some Keystone Lights? Yeah, warm Keystones in someone's garage. Yep. Uh, that's a really good one. My third star is going to be staying after school. This was a big move for me. Uh, I didn't have a lot of street cred in high school, but I would say I was pretty good at getting on academic probation. Whether it was for <laughs> art class or music class, I usually always hit it in the specials. Um, the perk of that was uh, all you had to do was stay after uh, for like 40 minutes, and then you'd miss like a really tough drill. You know how at the beginning of like high school coach or practices, coaches always love to make people do like Russian circles for 20 minutes because they didn't come up with a plan for practice. Oh yeah, so like the- let's let's bag them really really hard right now, and then then we'll practice like skills and what we should be doing. Right. So there's absolutely nothing better than having to stay after for school, missing that, walking in goes directly to special teams, and then after special teams, like it's either a bag, depending on how that goes, a bag skate where you have the best legs on the team because you weren't there at the beginning. Or it's like a skills competition, so you did nothing all practice. That's good, dude. That's that's you're cheating the system. You're Zach Boychucking yeah. high school hockey practice. Hell yeah, dude! What's your second star? My second star is Taco Bell. Uh, I cannot tell you how much Taco Bell myself, Hal, and the boys have consumed over the course of our hockey careers. It was very dangerous where our ice hockey rink was set up because you take a right out of the parking lot, you go to you go through two lights, you take a left, and then Taco Bell is right on the right hand side. So pretty much after every practice, after every open stick, after every hockey game, that was the go-to spot. We, we would chow down on some fire sauce. Shout out to Feverboy Rex, who's a big fire sauce guy. Somebody just, uh, their lives were saved because he, he ate fire sauce for five days in a row. I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah, just Taco Bell being there for us. And looking back on it, that's probably why like I've always been Husky, is I've never been able to like overcome that Taco Bell. But uh, yeah, so that, that would be my second star. Yeah, the good thing, I think, too, you kind of hit it. I think it was really the location for us. Like, I'm sure every kid in their town had a place they would go after practices. It just so happens our town threw a Taco Bell in our face. Yeah, like right in our face. Not our fault. Uh, It's a good one. My second star was finding a ride. So, like, as an underclassman, I didn't have a vehicle. Trying to find a ride was basically as soon as the bell rang, you would run out into the lobby or, like, a senior parking lot and try to find anybody that would try to bring you to a rank. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, never a tough go. Um, I struggled one year. I really struggled finding rides on and off. You're never, you were never Mr. Reliable. You always had like 12 people in your car. So, uh, I ended up settling in with this kid, Bill Snipe. He had a great sound system and he had a truck. So we threw all our gear in the back. Uh, it was a blessing in disguise. So finding that ride partner to practice was big. I used to bring you to practice, dude. Every now and then, dude. I don't think, I mean, you always had it. You're always busy, dude. Well, I also I also had a two door car with fire seat covers on them, so it wasn't like it was really that welcoming. <laughs> like I could I could barely fit. <laughs> What's your first star, dude? Good point. Uh, my first star is letter. So every every high school gets Letterman jackets. I missed the Letterman jacket, and here's the, here's the reason why. So if you watch like ho- like uh, movies or TV shows with high schoolers, the Letterman jackets look fucking sick, dude. Like they're very form fitting. The people, the guys that wear them are the fucking men. Like they walk around, they look cool as shit. The Letterman jackets that we got, I don't know about you, mine was like it was I think a large, but it was actually like a triple XL. 
So I would just like swim in this fucking thing. And it's like made out of wool, so you couldn't really wash it. So it's it's in the middle of the winter, so you need to heat up your fucking car. You have a suit and a, tie, a shirt and tie on and this jacket. So a lot of sweat accumulates. So by the time your hockey career is over, it just smells like absolute shit. It's gigantic. But you want to know what? I fucking missed it. it. It made me feel safe. I was the last one to get the red collar. A lot of people forget that. Um, but yeah, the let the Letterman jacket. I, I I miss the Letterman jacket days. I wish ours were better, but like ours had our own like spin to it. <laughs> All right. All right. I was never much of a Letterman jacket guy myself. You love Letterman jackets, dude. Yeah, just not mine personally. Like, but if I see like someone walking around in like their bowling Letterman jacket, then I'm all about it. You're Football, like, I'm yeah. for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's funny to think about. My uh, my first star, I guess, is going to be local high school beat reporters. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one Hootie. Shout out him. He was also uh, Stan the Man. He's also a geek at the local Best Buy, whatever they call that. Geek like, Squad. Geek Squad. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. It was always a big moment when you got the nod to go out there and talk to some random dude about your game who's following high school sports for a living. Um, yeah, I, I just I love the passion and the drive. Decent drive. I mean, who was the guy that we were just talking about the other day? Big game James Allen? Yeah. I mean, he was pretty fucking cool, right, too? Yeah, he's a, I mean, that guy's a legend, too. I, I don't even want to chirp these people. If we have any high school sport beat reporters out there, just know that I actually think your job is sick, and I'd probably rather do what you do than I do for a living. Hell yeah. But at the same time, it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just nailed it perfectly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, guys, so that was the podcast this week. Stay tuned for more gear, more apparel. Um, we're going to do one on Sunday. I'm trying, or maybe Saturday. I'm trying to convince Hal to make the voyage back to upstate New York. I don't know how that's going to go, but, uh, Hal, do you have anything left for the people? We got this done before the Bruins game started, so. Oh, it starts at 7.30. That's clutch. 7.37. That's it. I'm out. Have a good week. All right. (laughs) Later. Like a small boat on the ocean. Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion